1: Welcome to The Approach Shot, the golf show that's more laughs than links, more stories than strokes, more guffaws than golfers. Here are the hosts of The Approach Shot, John Ashton and Neil Michaels. It is time for us. This is The Approach
0: Shot. I'm John Ashton. Hi, I'm Neil Michaels. Together, we're going to uh, get you through the next hour or so with some mighty fine, entertaining conversation. Some of it about golf, believe it or not. Some
2: of it. (laughs) But I I think that this is the time of year that people think about golf because, you know, it's getting nicer out and the weather's getting there. And, you know, Mm -hmm. if it's over 40 degrees, you're out there. So we have that. We have the (laughs) Masters. We have the NCAA tournament, baseball starting. Oh, the
0: madness has begun.
2: The madness has begun. Indeed. Indeed. So it's, I mean, it's it's just as much fun as it can possibly be if you're a sports nut, nor even if you're a casual sports nut. And if you hate sports, this is a really good time to let your significant other dive into it and go do whatever else you want to do for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, just just put it in the timeline. You've got NCAA tournament for the next this weekend and two more after this. Yep. You've yep. got the Masters tournament the first yep. weekend in, in April. You've right. got the Kentucky Derby first weekend in May, and then yep. you have the Indianapolis Five Hundred the last
2: weekend in May. You also have baseball season starting, and WrestleMania is right stuck in there too.
0: Yeah, and some people say that basketball and hockey are having their playoffs. I wouldn't know because I haven't watched a basketball or a hockey game in about the last twenty years. So,
2: <laughs> well, until they have a team in Kentucky, darn it, we're not even thinking about that.
0: <laughs> I did, I did. However, join like you said, it's it's warming up. Spring has sprung. The grass is riz. All that kind of stuff. Uh, I was out at a driving range the other day. And there was a a gentleman there who was hitting balls, and he had his son with him. And his son was less than enthused about being out there. And he just looked, and he said, Dad, I don't understand. Why do you keep hitting golf balls? And he said, son, because hitting people is frowned
2: upon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> very smart yeah
0: we will be talking sports of all kinds though with an expert
2: and that man is jake Asman of sports map radio network mm-hmm. um, on coast to coast from 9 a.m to 11 a.m
0: the comedian loose cannon will also be joining us and that is something you got to hang out for
2: <laughs> i get the feeling that there will be a tear or two coming down our face from <laughs> from listening to him
0: Indeed, there will be. But do take into consideration. He's going to tell you up front he's a jerk and he's going to be offensive. So we don't want any emails. You have been warned. Not as
2: as offensive as us, but, you know,
0: (laughs) it's not offensive. And it is all coming up. on top of that. Yes, on top. This approach shot is brought to you in part by MyBookie. Hit the green with some green of your own by betting real Vegas odds to win real cash at MyBookie. Thousands of lines to choose from. Bet on anything, anywhere, anytime with my bookie go to mybookie.com use the promo code approach and get some extra cash in your account hang out we're coming right back
2: texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages message and
0: data rates may apply men want to feel younger stronger leaner you don't have to slow down after 40 frank thomas found the secret to staying in shape with the energy and drive
3: of his 20s man you look like you could still hit it a mile i feel great too what gives after 40 men slow down It's harder to stay in shape. Why? Our free testosterone levels drop. It happened to me. And then I found NuGenix Total Tea. New NuGenix Total Tea is
0: our most powerful man-boosting formula ever because it boosts your free testosterone and your total testosterone. Nugenics Total Tea helps provide even more energy, performance, testosterone, and muscle-boosting ingredients for even better results. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, text GRIT to 321321. Samples are not available in stores.
3: Well, wait. We well, going to do something about it now.
0: I gotta try NuGenix Total T. Text Grit to three two one three two one for your complimentary bottle of NuGenix Total T. That's G R I T to three two one three two one. Hey, thanks for hanging and coming back. We are the Approach Shot. Yeah, golf is cool. We're going to be talking some golf in a little bit. I'm John Ashton. Yeah. He's Neil Michaels. <laughs> Yes, he is. And, <laughs> <laughs> but we would be remiss if we did not talk about basketball.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, we are in in the madness, in the tournament fever, in crazy land.
0: Yeah, buddy. We've got a guy with us here who is expert. Sports radio, daily show on the SportsMap radio network, our favorite sports network. Indeed. We get extra points for that. Anyhow, Jake Asman, come on and uh, and welcome to The Approach Shot. How are you doing, man?
4: I'm great, guys. Thanks so much for having me.
2: Just to sort of let the cat out of the bag, Jake and I work together, have worked together, with my time at at SportsMap Radio Network as well. Mm -hmm. You and I, John, were talking about the fact that, you know, the tournament's coming up and we really ought to talk about it. And I thought, who better... And just in warm-up here, just as we're, like, sort of getting everything going, Mm -hmm. Jake already, like, spewed a couple things that I was like, okay, well, apparently he's (laughs) got more than the two of us combined. (laughs) We could just say, hey, Jake, go and hit record and let him do it. (laughs) But we'll actually, like, try to interact with you, and please don't make us look as stupid as we already feel.
0: Yes, and and I just want to also preface this before you get talking, Jake, that I'm in Louisville, and uh, I'm, I'm ticked off. So if I don't participate, it's basically because for the first time in a long time, I don't really care.
2: There you well, go. Don't you have teams that you root against? No, even they did Duke. Even they didn't make it. <laughs> 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 you know, and
0: anybody in Kentucky, as long as Duke's doing bad, we're happy.
2: There you we're go. very happy. So, Jake, no Kentucky, no Louisville, no Duke. How Louisville, sorry. How did that
4: happen? Weird year, guys. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of surreal. I mean, the last time you didn't have an NCAA tournament with either, you know, with both Duke and Kentucky in it is 1976. You got to go back a long time uh, for when the last time that happened, of course. Uh, Duke just, they struggled most of the year. You know, they kind of started to play a little better down the stretch, but – By the time they started to play better, they needed to basically run the table in the ACC tournament to get in. And then they had a player on their team test positive for COVID, which basically eliminated them in the quarterfinal. So, you know, I'm sure a Duke fan could spin and be like, ah, we were going to win the whole thing. We were peaking at the right time, but we're never going to know. Kentucky was just bad this year. Like Hmm. they just I, I think COVID really impacted them because they're a team that has a lot of one and done players. Right. Cal Perry recruits guys that he knows. They're only going to be there for a year. And when you have limited practice time and you got to start and stop every time you, know, you deal with a positive COVID test, I just don't think they ever really found a, a rhythm and cohesiveness that you kind of need on a basketball team. And they just struggled. And then Louisville had a decent year, but I think what happened to them was, you know, you had a Georgetown team when the big East out of nowhere, you had Oregon state when the PAC 12 out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So they got these automatic bids that basically stole a spot, from Louisville, which was, you know, the the bubble team, right? They're the first one out. So they kind of were just unlucky. They didn't play well enough to earn it on their own, but most people thought going into, you know, the weekend, they were going to be fine. They'd get in, but you had too many teams steal bids from other teams, and that ultimately impacted Louisville.
0: But Louisville was just the opposite to Duke. They were hot the first half of the season. And then they just fell apart. Yep. You know, they had some injuries. They had some COVID problems. And even, even the coach, Chris Mack, was out with COVID for a while.
2: Not to make you feel really good about yourself, mm-hmm. but uh, I understand there are teams that earn it and there are teams that, that get the automatic bids. But Louisville didn't make it. But here are some of the teams that will be in instead of Louisville. Mm. Grand Canyon University. Mm-hmm. Eastern Washington and UC Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. all of which would clearly whoop up on Louisville oh, on yeah. the court as they got on the same court.
0: <laughs> we we played two games against Grand Canyon a couple of years ago, you know, home and away, and um, I think we beat them by aggregate total of about thirty-two points each game. So. <laughs>
2: you know, it really is kind of a strange year when you look around at the at the top seeds too, Jake. I mean, I'm I'm looking and I see Iowa as a number two, which I don't think has ever happened in their school history. I mean Gonzaga, sure. You look at Kansas, you you would expect that. But there are some ones and twos even that are kind of like eyebrow razors.
4: Yeah, absolutely. the uh, the The field in general just looks a little odd at the top. I mean, Illinois is a one seed. This is the best team they've had since you know Darren Williams was their point guard back in two thousand five. Michigan has been very good for a while now, but it's still kind of odd seeing you know Michigan, a school that we associate as a football school. Uh, being a, a you know number one seed in the NCAA tournament, Gonzaga has been this great program for about twenty years now. They went from yeah. this like mid major to oh no, they're they're really good. Twenty seventeen, they go all the way to the national championship game. But this is by far their best team. I mean, they're they're rightfully the favorites to win the whole thing. They probably got at least three NBA NBA lottery picks in their starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Suggs, who's a true freshman, one of the best recruits in the country. He's probably a top five pick in the NBA draft. So you know even Gonzaga, the number one overall seed, is not a uh, quote unquote traditional power in college basketball. So it, it's a little odd. You have Baylor as a one seed. I mean, you think of Baylor, you think of football, you don't think yeah, of basketball, sure. uh, very odd year. And it's kind of fitting considering it's been an odd year, you know, outside of basketball for everyone.
0: <laughs> you know what else, right. you know what else pisses us off here in Kentucky? Uh-oh. Rick Pitino is in the tournament,
4: right? <laughs> this is what his fifth team he's taken to the tournament. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, you take Iona to the tournament, and uh, you know Iona barely played this year. I mean, if you look at their games played, I think they only played 17 total games. Yeah. You know, they just they dealt with so many COVID issues that I heard Patino say that when they were able to get cleared to just start practicing again, he had them do two a days, hour and a half practice each, just to get them in shape because they were off for so long. Yeah. So it's amazing. You know, say whatever you want about Rick Patino, but that guy just knows how to win and he take does. teams to
2: the tournament. He certainly does. Speaking of coaches that I find intriguing, um, I look up and I see Georgetown as a number 12. And as you said, they won their, their tournament. And Patrick Ewing, the old Knicks player who went to Georgetown and was a prodigy under John Thompson, is the coach of Georgetown and has done remarkable things with that team.
4: Yeah, it's a, it really is an amazing story because Georgetown struggled a lot in the regular season. And Ewing, since he's been there, I think this is it's either his third or his fourth year. I believe it's his fourth season as the head coach. They really haven't done much. Like he's been, he's been around a 500 coach and at Georgetown, you know, the, the expectation is obviously to compete for national championship when you're there and, you know, win the big East. So, you know, for him to have the run that his team went on, upsetting Villanova, upsetting Creighton and to do it at Madison Square Garden where his number hangs in the Raptors, (laughs) uh, it was a pretty cool moment. And we'll see if they can keep it going here uh, in the NCAA tournament. They're a 12 seed. They're playing Colorado in the first round. When you fill out your brackets, there's usually one or two. 12-5 seed upset. So a lot of people, the public is, uh, yeah. you know, rolling to Georgetown to stay hot and upset Colorado. Do
0: you hear the, the funny story? The, the security people at Madison Square Garden kept stopping Patrick Ewing asking for his ID. Right. <laughs> and he was like, I played here for years with the Knicks. My number's hanging from the rafters. You don't know me?
4: <laughs> right. It, it was a funny moment. A lot of people took his comments on that as if like he was dead serious. I thought he was a little tongue-in-cheek with it, but I, it was pretty it funny. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, you know, here's this seven foot guy that's, you know, clearly with the basketball program that he's associating with as he's walking in and around the garden. And I'd love to see, you know, I'd, I'd love to know who the security people were that were like, "We got to stop this guy." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we stop you know, we, we don't know who this guy is. It's like, really? Or are you just doing your job? I, I think they were just doing their job, but the whole thing is funny. Yeah.
2: Maybe you needed to be Willis Reed before they would let him in. Yeah.
4: You have a bracket <laughs> filled out, Jake? I started to, so I changed a thousand times, of course, uh, leading up to it, but. I'm still kind of tinkering with it. My advice would be, you know, have your upsets happen early and then kind of favor the chalk late because m- more times than not, you do get, of course, every once in a while, Wichita State or, you know, uh, you know, a seven seed UConn that wins the whole thing and whatnot. But for the most part, the teams that get to the big dance, the teams that get to the final four and then eventually get to the national tighter game are usually one or two seeds. So you could pick some upsets early, but. You know, in the end, I don't think you want to be too crazy with your bracket because statistically, you're, you're more likely to have a one or a two in the national title mm-hmm. game. It just seems like it happens almost every year. You know who you're so going to bef- pick?
2: Before we ask who you think is going to take oh, it I'm all, sorry. or at least a be in premature the there, I'm sorry. final four. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> we only have a few minutes and we're going to talk golf here. So, you <laughs> yeah, know, no. but get Who are your Cinderella picks this year? You mentioned Wichita State, who always comes in and upsets somebody, it feels like. But uh, who, who do you have as Cinderellas?
4: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, this could be a year where there's way more chalk picks than normal because I look at the bubble and the lack of like a true crowd. And like when, a you know, when a team that's a big favorite is trailing in a game where they're in on upset watch, they start to get all tight and the crowd gets against them because the crowd's running for the underdog. And, and I think that contributes to a lot of upsets, you know, with it being inside the bubble and the lack of a real fan presence, I wonder if we're going to see more favorites just win this year. So I'm still trying to figure out which schools I could see. Making a run, I will say, I, I think Villanova could be in some trouble in the first round. They're dealing with some injuries. They didn't finish the year strong. I think a lot of people like Winthrop because they shoot a lot of threes. I can't tell you I've seen them play at all because I'm not watching Winthrop basketball. Mm. So that seems to be a trendy uh, upset special pick. I don't know if it would be a, a huge upset, but I do like Rutgers. I believe they're a 10 seed. I think they're going to beat Clemson. I think yeah. Rutgers is better than a 10 seed. They've been battle-tested playing in the best conference the entire season out of the Big Ten. So I think they could do some stuff here. And uh, Michigan State, they're in the playing game tomorrow night against UCLA. And Michigan State, Tom Izzo and March, why not, right? I mean, you get Michigan Always. State with good, with good value. You know, they're, they're battle tested just like Rutgers. So I can't sit here and act like I know all these high seeds, but some of the ones I do kind of uh, look at were the schools I just mentioned.
2: You know, people talk about the Super Bowl and they say that the Super Bowl is usually made or lost by having the better quarterback. This year, obviously, was a little bit different, even though it's obviously still Brady and, and you know, Mahomes. But mostly people say that at the end of the game, it's usually a quarterback that will drive it. For me, watching basketball as, as much as I have, you know, John lived in Louisville. I grew up and went to the University of Maryland, so I was on Tobacco Road and Carolina and Duke and all of those. You can always see it's going to come down to coaching. Good coaches win games they're not supposed to win. So when you mentioned Tom Izzo in March, you're exactly right. I see a couple of those kind of things uh, in programs and coaches that have been around a while. Even if they're not that good a team this year, somehow find ways to win when you get into the tournament. And I'm on the same bracket you are, the Rutgers-Clemson upset. But I'm going to do you one better, and I'm going to put it down right here. Cleveland State, a 15 will upset number two Houston. (laughs) <laughs> wow. I'll tell you what, a lot of
4: people, they'd be very upset there, Mike, with that pick. Uh, I'll tell you what, I, I like UH a lot. They are very, very well coached. So I think that translates. Kelvin Sampson has a veteran team. They play really good defense. They're not in the best conference, but uh, if they were to lose to Cleveland State, man, you could get some great odds if you take Cleveland State on the money line, that's for sure.
2: You know, the interesting thing about that is on those kind of odds, you only have to bet a buck or two. And yeah. you know, we'll be doing well.
0: Just three words for you to remember. What's that? Loyola of Chicago.
4: Sister
2: Jean is fully vaccinated and uh, <laughs>
4: <laughs> she'll be there. 102, 103 years old. Yeah. And she's she's ready.
0: Yeah, you well, got the sister on your side, man. You can't lose. Yeah. Well, well, there you go.
2: Look, look up Cleveland State. And a couple of times <laughs> that they went into the Elite Eight. Out of nowhere. Yeah. So I'm, I'm yeah. picking them. And, and okay. I'm also uh, my other upset special. I am looking at Eastern Washington is going to give Kansas a run. They're not going to win it, but it's mm-hmm. going to be a very good game.
0: Yeah. Kansas has faltered many times in the NCAA tournament and not gotten anywhere near as far as people had expected them to do. They have, they have ruined many a bracket for many a friend of mine who have picked them to be in the, <laughs> the Final Four and they don't make it to the Sweet 16. So, you know, this is a golf podcast. Jake Asman knows something about golf. (laughs) One is he knows he can't play it very well. And the other thing, we're going to come back and talk about the Masters and about Jake's own game when we come right back. So hang out with us. We are the approach Shot. Come to us. Hey, it's John Ashton. I got to tell you, we're halfway through the first weekend of the NCAA March Madness Tournament and what happens. I am already mathematically eliminated from any contention in the office bracket pool. But not to worry because I have covered my bases with my bookie, mybookie.ag. You go there right now, use the promo code APPROACH. And you're going to grab yourself a 50% deposit bonus. That means they will match your initial bonus up to half of what you put in. My bookie has several March Madness focused contests, including but not limited to a $100,000 NCAA bracket challenge, which is 10 bucks to enter, and a $10,000 bracket with only a $1 entry fee. My bookie bonus playthrough requirements are often much lower than competitors on both the sportsbook and the casino side. So you're uh, you're missing out if you're not there already. MyBookie.ag. Use the promo code APPROACH and get a 50% deposit bonus. MyBookie.ag. And hopefully you're going to do much better in March Madness than am I. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Generic Sildenafil allows you to save up to $650 on Viagra. Why pay name brand prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get the same results for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 50 generic Sildenafil pills for just $99. Call 800-590-0443. That's 800-590-0443. Again, 800-590-0443
1: and
0: hey, thanks for coming back this is the approach shot i am john ashton
2: i am neil michaels and he never thanks me for coming back sometimes i think he would prefer if i didn't
0: this contractual <laughs> obligation
2: ah uh, i see yeah. okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> jake asman from sports map radio network is our guest and when are you on jake Uh, Monday
4: through Thursday, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern, and then Saturdays from uh, 3 to 6 Eastern.
2: Okay. Before we get into the golf side of this, Jake, you've had some amazing guests this year.
4: I'm a huge Jets fan, being from New York, and my dad, uh, you know, became a Jets fan because he was a kid when Joe Namath was, you know, mm-hmm. leading the Jets to a Super Bowl. So I had Joe on the radio show in October. That was a huge thrill for me. Had a bunch of really cool guys on. I know this is a golf podcast. Jason Day came on my show a couple months back, and it was really fun a conversation with him. He couldn't have been a nicer guy off air, just talking to him. So that was a uh, that was exciting, and you know, we're just kind of getting into you know the end of football season and into free agency so there's been you know a ton of football related guests whether it be you know Brandon Marshall former all-pro wide receiver or Andre Johnson or just um, Warren Moon Hall of Fame quarterback so a lot of heavy football guests and I hope now that uh you know we're starting to get to baseball and starting to get to the NBA and NHL getting closer to the playoffs we'll, we'll have some big names uh in in those respective sports too but you know, definitely the Montana interview, as you mentioned, was a huge story. That was awesome. He, he was promoting something with Guinness, so his people ended up sending me a bunch of like Guinness beer mugs. And it's St. Patrick's Day as we're talking right now, so I might have to go and Alrighty. get that out and, that out and uh, start drinking some Guinness or something.
2: Thanks, Joe. <laughs> with the Masters coming up, what do you see with the Masters? It's tough. I mean, it, it, it's weird talking about the Masters because we just went
4: through it right, right. in November, but. It, here we go again. Um, I look at it like this: like the you, you have to favor the guys that have had success, that have won there, just because it seems like it's the type of course where, like, the, like, like the 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 ones that have the most experience seem like they they usually do the best. I am curious what it will be like. You know, uh, have they announced how many spectators they're going to allow to attend? Or are they doing spectators this time around? Because it was weird in November when there was nothing, and you just heard, you know, no no crowd yeah. and just silence.
0: Yeah, that's. Um and, and the, and the players here, we, we talked with, um, Kessler Karain, who is, uh, Patrick Reed's caddy. And he was saying that it's just, it's, it's eerie <laughs> to not hear the reactions. You know, Patrick had an ace and wasn't sure if it went in or not because there was nobody there <laughs> to react. So they were like, well, we think it went in, but we're not really sure. And <laughs> uh, But they are going to let uh, a few patrons and i believe
4: yeah gotta gotta get the patrons back for sure i you know i'll tell you what this might be crazy if you said this a couple weeks ago but the way jordan speed's playing right now why not you know Mm -hmm. he's red hot he's won there obviously before he's due he's due to win he's due to win another major why not win it at the masters right tiger they said tiger would never win it took him 11 years well he won his first major it was at the masters so Mm -hmm. why not jordan speed i I like jordan a lot i got to interview him a couple years ago at the PGA Championship at Bethpage on Long Island, and he was great. And yeah. you know, I've always pulled for the guy, and would love love to see him win another Green Jacket.
0: Yeah, he's he's one of the one of the good guys out there. We heard the uh, interview uh, last weekend with Rory McIlroy after he pooped out and didn't make the cut at the Players. Uh, his problem is, and and this is something that all of us golfers go through, is he said that he saw what Bryson DeChambeau was doing, and he realized he needed more speed. Going through all of the exercises to get more speed screwed up his entire swing, you know, but you look and he was number three in driving distance and, and, you know, pound for pound, nobody hits the ball farther than he does. He, and he's 38th in putting. So, you know, he didn't need more speed. He needed to putt better, right. you know, but, but going for something that wasn't a problem messed him up could totally. So now at least he understood that. Now he's trying to get his old swing back, but we all do that. We all we all don't pay attention to what it is we need to work on and just work on the sexy stuff.
2: Isn't it funny? You know, in baseball, there's an expression: "Chicks dig the long ball," mm-hmm. and now it feels that way in golf. I mean, if you're not hitting a drive 375 yards, you look up at somebody who is and yeah. think, "I got to get there." But you're exactly right. It's you know, there's a reason they say "drive for show, putt for game." Exactly. Speaking yeah. of which, Jake, what what part of your game? <laughs> Are you looking to try to improve?
4: Well, guys, I got to work on my mini golf game for one. (laughs) (laughs) Keep missing that clown's nose, man! That really screws you up. You know, stupid windmill. I'm I'm just brutal at all aspects of golf, doesn't matter if it's real golf or 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 mini golf. It's funny. So my dad actually, you know, he he owns an umbrella company, Gus Buster Umbrellas, and it's one of like the it's actually the number one umbrella on the PGA tour. So I've always been around. The game of golf my dad has taken me to a bunch of tournaments growing up over the years and i mentioned uh beth page black one of the coolest things ever was i got to you know get my dad a media credential he was there for his business but he got to come into like the media set up with me and hang out when i was doing the radio show from there a couple years ago so i've always kind of been around golf but anytime i played i'm terrible and i should have got lessons when i was growing up and you know, did what you're supposed to do. But anytime I go to the driving range with some friends or just play nine holes with some friends, that's, that's, a, that's the only type of golf I'm playing these days because mm-hmm. I am horrific and I don't want to put anyone through the yeah. pain of actually having to like watch me play. I'm only going if like my friends are going and I'll tag along that type of stuff.
0: As an aside, I have a Gus Buster umbrella.
4: Oh, awesome. John. That's from, awesome. from the
0: Ryder cup. I believe it was.
4: Yes. He made the umbrella.
0: Yes. Your dad sent it to me. We had your dad – I have another podcast called – well, you know, the, the radio show, Those Weekend Golf Guys. It's on Map Radio Network every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern, yes, which yes. I'm, I'm sure Jake listens to religiously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we had your dad on, and I got to say to this date, we've been doing the show for eight years. He's the funniest interview we have ever had. That man is <laughs> phenomenal, man. Is say awesome. hi to him for me, would you?
4: I absolutely I'll get you guys uh I'll get you guys some new
2: gustbusters too for sure that's, no, uh, that's, great. Small world. that's be, great
0: yeah yeah it's the best umbrella I've ever had man it's great it's
2: that great. would be my first one
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah welcome into the world of getting stuff Neil
2: <laughs> That's I the free stuff I radio,
4: so, for sure <laughs> all
2: right so I guess we won't talk that much about your your golf game um, other than to say Please feel free anytime you're in Southern California to come out and make me feel better about my crummy golf game. <laughs> and nothing's better than if you've got two people who are struggling, at least when you're doing it together, you're having fun. I, I do know that I always say, like when I go out with my brother in law who's five handicap or something, that he always is nice about it and he'll help with a couple of suggestions and things like that. But at the end of the day, you feel kind of crummy when he's shooting in an 83 and I'm in at a 97 and feeling good about that. It's you know, the
4: hardest work to play. It really is. It is. Yeah. It is. But what, what keeps you going is, you know, you have that
2: one great shot
4: and you're like, I can do this.
0: And, and it know. usually happens on the 18th hole.
2: It usually happens to me around the ninth hole. Oh, does not So I feel good going into, you know, rounding the turn. Mm-hmm. And so I might have a beverage and that's probably the dumbest thing.
0: <laughs> the, the one thing That helps. A lot of times, I'm sure, when when you're playing badly, there's a, a fine line. But if you start consuming adult beverages, you get to a point where you're loose enough where you really don't care. And you start playing better because you're much more relaxed but very quickly <laughs> that that goes to a point where you can't swing a club correctly to save your life <laughs> you still don't care but you're just not doing it right
4: right <laughs> and
0: and there was a company that made basically a mini breathalyzer to take with you on the golf course so that you would know what your number was when you got to that point <laughs> so so you could maintain the correct level of semi inebriation To play the
2: game better. When we talked to Steve Lyons a couple of weeks back, I guess a a couple of months back now, he said, you know, the first six are tough because you're going out there and and you don't you don't really have your swing down and stuff and you haven't consumed enough alcoholic beverages to be relaxed. Then then the middle six, you're perfect. Your your body's moving right. You have you know, you're relaxed and all that. And then the last six are just terrible because all (laughs) of that sort of falls apart.
0: Jake when, when you do play golf that people say oh you're a sports guy you should be good at this game
2: yeah you're right John and, that, and that's
4: part of the problem as well because I haven't played enough people like expect me to expect me to be a little better than I am and I'm so bad so it's just uh it, it's awful all around you know but I I always like to say to people it's like I knew I couldn't play sports which is why I got into this uh this business so I could still talk about that so mm-hmm. that's the that's the closest thing to being an athlete when you know you can't be a professional right. athlete
0: yeah so um we do have some questions. We are going to put you on the hot seat. We will be right back with a six pack of questions for Jake Asman from SportsMap Radio Network. When we come right back. Hang out. Just like you, I've been working from my home office all year. And just like you, I get up every once in a while and walk around because my butt went to sleep. And I say to myself, and I'm sure you do too, why can't somebody, somebody somewhere make a chair that's both good-looking and comfortable? Well, they have. It's called an X-chair. And the secret is not only their patented Dynamic Variable Lumbar Support, or DVL, which offers unbelievable lumbar support to my lower back, but now thanks to their new XHMT technology, I can also get heat and massage therapy while I'm sitting at my desk. That's right. (laughs) My X-chair has heat and massage features. Does your chair do that? No? Then you need an X chair, and it's on sale now for one hundred dollars off. Go to XChairGolfGuys.com dot now. That's the letter X chair golfguys dot or call one eight four 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 X chair. X chair has a thirty day guarantee of complete comfort, and you can finance your purchase for as little as thirty bucks a month. Go to XChairGolfGuys.com dot now and use the code X wheels for free X wheel blade casters. X chair golfguys there's a group of guys I play golf with regularly. I got to tell you, the first thing we do in the first tee, we fire up a good cigar because there is nothing that goes better with golf than a good cigar hand-rolled cigar. And that's just the first one. And we all use Cigars International. We found them. Have you seen them yet? Have you used them? They've got all the right choices for a round of 18 and all the right gizmos and gadgets that make it as easy as possible. They've got windproof torches. They have crush-proof travel cases. And they get those clips that attach to the golf cart. And they have great cigar deals from their daily deals to weekly specials to the Cigar of the Month Club. And if you don't know what you want, get one of their sampler packs. And right now, Cigars International is offering our listeners... 10% 10% off, plus free shipping. That's right, 10% off your order, plus free shipping. To take advantage of these incredible savings, just go to cigarsinternational.com and use the promo code Guys when you're ready to check out. That website is cigars, with an S, international.com, and use promo code Guys. 10% off, plus free shipping, Cigarsinternational.com. <laughs> we are back we really never left you just didn't hear us talking in the background we did not give jake any of the answers no cheating the approach shot is it's what we are john ashton and neil michaels is who we are jake asman is our guest from sports map radio network neil take it away man
2: you know i'm not even gonna bring out the bottle opener i'm just going straight for a six pack there you go jake six pack of questions you ready let's do it guys Question one, who's the favorite person you have interviewed? Who is the person that is your favorite interview?
4: Ooh, great question. I will go with Bob Costas because of uh, the type of interview it was. So I was an intern at the Rio Olympics coming up on five years now. And I got to work with Bob personally for a couple of weeks, got to know him a little bit. And at the end of the internship, I was like, hey, Bob, you know, I'm going back to Ithaca for my final semester of college. I'd love to get you on my, my college radio show. And I'm, I thought maybe he would do it. Right. But he's like, "Yeah, no problem. Email my assistant. We'll set something up. So I'm like, OK, great. A couple months go by. I get back to school. Email his assistant. Next day, have a time to interview Bob Costas. He comes on my radio show for 20 minutes. He, he's as nice of a guy as anyone I've interacted with that's in the business. Stay in touch with him to this day. So because of the fact he's such a big name and I got to work with him personally and develop that relationship, probably would go with him for uh, my favorite interview that I've done over the radio for sure. I know that's I awesome. would if I had gotten to talk to him.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a that's a number one right there. Yeah, like it. Question two, living or dead, who would you like to have a beer and talk sports with? How about this for
4: an answer? I'm going to go Babe Ruth. I feel like he would have some <laughs> amazing stories to have a beer and you know talk about life with. Except yeah. it would cost you more than one beer.
2: <laughs> it might only be one beer, but it's going to be a bottle of something else. <laughs> Question three The most embarrassing thing that ever happened to you in studio but didn't make it on the air?
4: Ooh, I've had some stuff that I've definitely made it on the air that have been embarrassing. <laughs> I've had some incidents where I'm like doing a show or we're in the middle of a segment. And the microphone stand like breaks off right before the segment. <laughs> like I'm trying to host the segment while I'm like holding the mic at a weird <laughs> angle, trying to like look at whatever I had down or whatever I was supposed to read if it's a a sponsored segment or something. So we've had some real a microphone or something going on in the studio. Like something falls on you in the middle of a segment. You you got a power through. So Maybe. probably something like that as far as something in the studio.
2: Yeah. That, now that's a good answer. I love it. Question four, most golfers remember one hole or one round that they played that far exceeded their ability. What interview did you do that meets that same goal?
4: I would go with the Joe Namath interview that I did uh, from October. The reason I'd say that is it was at a time when the Jets were, I think they were only 0-7 or 0-8 at the time. So the full-on tank for Trevor Lawrence conversation Hasn't really started yet. It didn't become like a thing in New York because the Jets had a young quarterback. They're not going to take somebody else, right? They're not going to tank for a player. So when I had Namath on and I asked him, well, let's say they keep losing and they end up with the first overall pick. You know, would you take a quarterback? Would you go Trevor Lawrence? And up until that point, that was the first time like anyone notable ever weighed in with that opinion. So when I asked Namath that question, it went viral everywhere nationally yeah. and, and locally in New York. It was the back page of Newsday, the hometown paper I mm. read growing up being from yeah. Long Island. My, my interview, his quote from the interview was the back page, which was just unbelievable. So that was probably the the interview that I've done in my career that caused the most buzz and kind of helped establish me in my show. So I probably would go with that one if I had to pick pick one uh, out of all the ones we've been able to do.
2: Excellent. And I remember that really well, that it did. It caused a furor.
4: Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty surreal to wake up and, you know, the morning show in New York on WFAN is, you know, playing cuts from an interview I did. And all my friends are like, they're talking about you on the radio. And I'm like, I'm like really? Well, you nice if you guys can listen to my show. I'm like, I'm my
2: Question five, what's your favorite sports expression? I- I'll give you an outside the box one. Uh it, it will be a
4: line drive or it looks like a line drive in the box score. It's a very common analogy I use for everyday life. Like, hey, you know, yeah, I am trying to think of like an example where I'd use it. But basically it's like, yeah, it wasn't the prettiest, but you know, you, you got the job done or like, all right, well, you know, wasn't the best interview, but we got the guest odd. You know, mm-hmm. you know, it looks like a line drive of the box score. You don't know if it was a little bloop single or, you know, that the first baseman's glove barely uh could could grasp or something like that. So I'll go with that one for a sports expression.
2: Love it. And I ask all of our guests this question six in your approach to life, since we are the approach shot, what one rule do you live by?
4: I think you just got to work hard. You know, I, I, that's always the big treat people the right way, work hard and, you know, uh, good, good things will happen. Right. I truly believe that if your process is good and you, you put the time in and, you know, you're prepared for whatever circumstance could unfold, you know, you'll catch that break. Like sometimes you got to create your own luck. So my approach would be, you know, put the time in, treat people the right way. And over time, uh, good things
2: will, will end up happening. Fantastic, awesome. Jake Aspen, you are off the hot seat. It was hot, guys. That was that was tough. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, shameless self-promotion time. Jake, how to get people who aren't your friends yet to listen to you on the radio.
4: Well, I mean, it's simple, you know, just go to sportsmapradio.com or search the Jake Asman show, wherever you listen to podcasts, we post both hours of the show I do uh, during the week as podcasts, same thing with the weekend show. And I'm on social media, just at Jake Asmonds where you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, or if you search Jake Asman on Facebook, you could like my uh, Facebook page as well.
0: So let me recap, you can get to him the same way you could get to those weekend golf guys. If you wanted to. I'm just exactly. I'm just throwing that out there.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Talk about your shameless self-promotion.
2: <laughs> John works the one day you don't. <laughs>
0: <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jake, we appreciate meeting you. Thanks for participating with us and make sure you say hi to your dad's name. Steve, right?
4: Steve Asman. Yeah. Yes, sir.
0: And I remember it, it popped into my head. That's where I heard the name before. Say hi to your dad for us. We appreciate you spending time with us here on the approach. Show. I want to talk to you about a company called Supply. Supply brings the barbershop style shaving experience right into the convenience of your own home. You know, the Single Edge is a fully metallic single blade razor designed to provide the closest, most comfortable shave ever. And using a single blade to shave minimizes the risk of irritation, bumps, and ingrown hairs. It's great for head shaving and it's great for women too. The Single Edge comes with three proprietary shave settings. There's sensitive, there's comfortable, and there's ultra-close. So you can customize your shave to your preferences. The best part is the injector blades the Single Edge uses are non-proprietary. That means they've been in production for hundreds of years, and you can buy them from multiple brands. A three-month supply costs you about six bucks. So you save a ton in the long run. Shaving cream and post-shave are alcohol-free. Skincare products are water-free, and they all have no harmful chemicals and are organic, sustainable, and food-grade. All products come with a 100-day trial and a lifetime warranty. Go to Supply.co and use the promo code GOLF15 to save 15%. That's Supply.co. During the COVID-19 lockdown, our standards have been relaxed. We have given up looking good for feeling good. Pajama pants or sweatpants were fine when everything you did was on Zoom, but now things are relaxing and it's about time to get back out into public. I am excited because I have found, first off, our new partner, Public rec. We want to welcome them in as a new partner here on those weekend golf guys. But they make leisure wear in waist and in seam sizes. They feel, and we agree, comfort starts with a better fit. My favorite pants are their best selling. It's called all day everyday pants. They're a much more stylish alternative to sweatpants and much more comfortable alternative to jeans. I gotta tell you, I have never had pants fit this well, and I don't feel sloppy. And who knew you could look this sharp in sweats, right? I'm in the process of changing all the pants in my wardrobe to these because, I mean, these things are great. Like they said, they feel like sweats. They look like dress pants. You can lounge at home. You look sharp for work, head out to the bar, go and play golf, visiting clients, whatever. All day, every day, pants come in waist and inseam sizing. So they will fit short guys, they'll fit tall guys, and they'll fit everyone in between. They come in nine different colors, which means you can have one for every day of the week and then uh, two left over. You can start a whole new rotation. Now, you can get your whole wardrobe from Public Rec because they've got incredibly comfortable shorts and T-shirts, Henleys and polos, hoodies, jackets, and golf gear. They got it. Public Rec rarely discounts. But right now, they have an exclusive offer just for Approach Shot listeners. Go to publicrec.com slash golfguys and use the promo code APPROACHSHOT to receive 10% off. That's Public Rec, R-E-C. And use our promo code Approach Shot for 10% off. Hello, it is time now for, uh, how you say, golf is a funny game. (laughs) Back to your hosts, John Ashton and Neil (laughs) McCulls. And and that was our homage to Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew? (laughs) Who is gone now. He's been canceled. He's out of here. Kids will never see his cartoon again. Yeah. got to tell you, man, we did a little family research and found out that there was a, the HMS Ashton. Yeah. It was a British man of war. And I did a little research and it, it had to be put into to Halifax, Nova Scotia for repairs because, you know, those things had big, heavy cannons on them, right? Okay. And the ropes broke and one cannon just kept sliding all over the place, which is where we get the expression loose cannon. It, it uh-huh. broke through the hull and, and fell out.
2: I see where you're going with this,
3: and
0: they said it. I've I've
3: heard, I've heard that before. The term is derived from. I'm I'm using the term as a stage name because I'm aware that we're in sensitive times, and people have real uh, sponge-like feelings. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, soft with the capital T at the end. You know, so. I learned something from the great Donald Trump that when you tell people that you're a jerk in the beginning, they embrace you. you (laughs) It, It let me know that if you tell people who you are from the beginning, they can't get mad at you. They just have to accept you. So you can't get mad at a. You're upset because a guy named Luce Cannon told you a joke. He didn't lie.
2: I guess we've now done the introduction without doing the introduction. So part of the golf but everybody, game today, everybody. we have comedian Luz Cannon. Good we have you here because we, we like here at the approach shot. We like to be sort of straight with people. We're very honest with people. And so, um, you know, we don't we, we don't like people who come on and are fake or anything like that. And I understand you had a little bit of a of an incident with a friend who wasn't exactly honest with you.
3: Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I had a friend. He uh, he one of them people that, that used to tell lies, but he used to tell stupid lies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that didn't make no sense. Like one time he had just got a brand new car and I went over his house and I didn't see the car there. So as a as a good friend, I got kind of concerned because he had just got a good job and stuff and I wanted to make sure he can get to work and everything. I wanted to make sure he ain't need a ride. So I was like, Hey man, what happened to your car? He said, I sold that car for gas money. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> You gonna yeah. tell a lie? Make sure your lie makes sense, man. Don't be out here telling stupid. Lie, you, know what I'm you know what I'm saying? I'm good on DT4. I try to leave DT45 alone because he's so beloved. You know, you people people turn on you by DT45. You know, <laughs> true, true.
2: Uh,
3: <laughs> but I I, I I tell you what, I'm gonna tell you what I thought was funny. It's like, I, I, I kind of miss him because he was so funny. Like I never will forget that he got on national television and said that he had a conversation with the president of the Virgin Islands. But we know who's not smarter than a fifth grader. <laughs> fool you, the president of the Virgin. <laughs> <laughs> How'd he have that conversation when he was brushing his teeth? <laughs> you know, I'm a single man and uh, I don't, uh, I don't know why I'm single because I got lots of hidden talents. Like I can cook cocaine on the stove. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's tough out here dating. Man, I went on a date the other day. And uh I feel like a lot of women don't respect men's pockets. You know what I'm saying? We went on a date and I got a triple digit bill at the Waffle House.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's tough out there as a as a single man. I know you've also recently had a loss. I know you just your grandma passed recently.
3: Yeah, uh, you know my grandma died about two years ago, man. And uh, and I, I mean, it's 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 all good, man. You know she lived a long time. You know I, I hate when I go to funerals and people be cutting up at the funeral. Oh Lord, why? She was ninety five. That's why. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know she, she had to leave here at some point. You know, <laughs> I remember after my grandma died, I uh. After my after my grandma died, I moved into a house for a few months, and uh, until the family figured out what they were gonna do with it and everything, and and while I was there, I would get flashbacks of my grandmother because at one point in my life, I had lived with my grandmother in my you know in my uh, late high school years and you know uh, pre college years or whatnot, and uh, one of the most vivid flashbacks I would get is my grandmother used to sing in a gospel band, and the name of the band was called the Royal Lights. And every Tuesday night, they used to rehearse in my grandma's living room. And every Tuesday night, I used to pray to God that the lights would go out on the Royal Lakes because they was terrible. Fellas, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, I, I would rather watch the Paw Patrol at Michael Vick's house than listen to the Royal Lakes, you know <laughs> I would rather see Bruce Jenner on the cover of a Playboy magazine. Okay, that was just that bad. I would rather make love to Wendy Williams. Okay. okay. Wow. I would just. <laughs> yeah. You know, I would rather listen to a duet of Fergie and Carl Lewis <laughs> singing a duet of the national anthem together. Okay, let me tell you. All right, you know I would rather watch Al Sharp than in the spelling bee. I don't know if you remember Al to get on on national television spelling respect R E S P I C T. But I remember <laughs> it. it was embarrassing. It, it set black folk back a hundred years. Okay, let me. Tell you. <laughs> I was like, really? It's like you know, <laughs> check the teleprompter, Reverend. Now check the teleprompter. You know, they set my guy up for failure, man. But the royal lights was terrible. Let me tell you what crazy though. When my grandma died, the band got together one last time to sing a song to honor my grandmother, their fallen band member. And to my surprise, you know, they sounded really good. It turns out my grandma was the problem the whole time. (laughs) 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 They might get a record deal now that they got rid of my grandma deal. we? I should have uh, left it with my step-grandmother. You know, my, my grandfather, you know, and my, you know, way before I was born, my grandfather and my grandmother got divorced. And uh my grandfather's currently married to a woman that uh that's not my biological grandmother. And I feel real bad for her because uh recently she had to get both her legs amputated. You know, she's a amputee. you know, I had to do it because she had bad circulation in her legs and was calling her to have a stroke. And I feel real bad for her. But I'm gonna tell you who I feel the most sorry for, my grandfather. Cause he's been married to this woman for like 30 years and he can't sweep her off her of feet no more. Oh. I know they can sit around and have a good time, but they can't kick it like they used
2: to oh. <laughs> Ouch. And
3: if he get into an argument with her. He can't be too disrespectful because she won't stand for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But as benefits to this, you know, ever since the surgery, their relationship got better because she ain't trying to run things around the house. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't trying to walk all over my granddaddy no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she, she don't jump to conclusions anymore, you know?
2: <laughs> oh, my. I'm, I'm
0: tally- tallying up everybody that um, – Maybe offended by uh having you on today and I think we've had almost everybody. you have
3: done good, man. you have done good. I told you I was a jerk before I started the show, did I not? <laughs> at the beginning. You said it at the beginning.
0: I was being congratulatory. Was I
3: not? Come on, man. You were, yeah, okay. You know, so I'm just if, if you offended, I don't know what to tell you, you know, and you could have been something else. I told you from the beginning. What to expect. And I'm just getting started. I'm really <laughs> 13 stuff. <laughs> I, I ain't did no R. Kelly jokes. We ain't talking about how R. Kelly. his famous for songs like I Believe I Can Fly and uh, you remind me of my Jeep, but what it didn't tell you was the Jeep was a fish price. That's what it did tell you. <laughs> okay. I was glad to see R. Kelly go to jail. Not because he a pedophile. I just think he's going to make a good album afterwards. That's what a lot of <No>. That's what a lot of the good singers do. I hope y'all whoever listened to this, if you like this, I hope you follow me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter as all three words: comedian, loose cannon. Uh, you can check my website, but uh, yeah, I got a new website, y'all. It's ComedianLooseCannon.com. You can check that out for any uh, upcoming events and you know, and, you know, other things. Comedian loose cannon. We're not done yet. I'm still on here. I'm having a good time talking to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and they they ain't kicked me off yet. You know, know, I'm a cruise ship comic. I got over an hour, hour and a half worth of material. (laughs) And, uh, you know, so we can keep going. You know, I like to be educational, man. You know, uh, I like to teach people how to protect themselves from identity theft when I do my stand up. And if you ever been concerned about identity theft, just do what I did and get yourself about $40,000 worth of student loans. All right. <laughs> it works like a charm, people, or, or some other debt, you know. Somebody stole my debt at once, and then they emailed it back with a link to creditrepair.com. Okay, <laughs> but you know what you call a guy like me with $40,000 worth of student loans, fella? What do you call you? Broke. That's what you call it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so broke, if the rapture came tomorrow, I wouldn't be able to pay for my sin. <laughs> I'm so broke, if I went on a wheel of fortune, I'd never be able to buy a vowel. <laughs> I would have to solve with all consonants. <laughs> for those that don't remember the lessons from grammar school, consonants are all the other letters in the alphabet that are not A-E-I-O-U. And sometimes, for those of you that said, why are you... Those are the people that graduated. (laughs) (laughs) My credit's so bad, man. Yesterday I stepped on a scale and my weight and my credit score was the same number. (laughs) (laughs) I remember in college, I was so broke. I used to eat my cereal with a fork, not because I couldn't afford spoons. It was because I was trying to save the milk. You know what I'm
2: saying? We're gonna to have to stop you there because of time, not because we don't want to hear more. <laughs> this, this John, this sounds like somebody that we have to have back. <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh wow! Well, Bring me back. I'm just getting
2: started. You know. I, I, just so you know, he told us up front. He told us at the beginning. So when we have him back, if we have him yeah. back in a couple of weeks, he will have already told us
3: again. I need all sorts of all all forms of income in these pandemic streets. You know, yeah, Tell me about I was on the cruise ship telling jokes, but right now, ain't a slave ship, ain't a relationship, ain't a friendship, ain't a championship, ain't a companionship, ain't no kind of ship sailing right now. Loose <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Now. laughs> cannon. One more time, man. What are all those uh, places people can catch you, man?
3: I'm on everything as comedian loose cannon. I'm even on Cash App if you want to send me <laughs> a little something. I'm a sign comedian loose cannon. C O M E D I A N L O O S E C A N N O N comedian loose cannon on everything. All right,
2: comedian loose cannon. Thank you for being on golf is a funny game, and you will be with us again soon. I hope.
3: Thank y'all for having me. I appreciate y'all. Our pleasure, man. Take it easy.
0: Hey, it's John Ashton. I got to tell you, we're halfway through the first weekend of the NCAA March Madness Tournament and what happens. I am already mathematically eliminated from any contention in the office bracket pool. But not to worry because I have covered my bases with my bookie, mybookie.ag. You go there right now, use the promo code APPROACH. And you're going to grab yourself a 50% deposit bonus. That means they will match your initial bonus up to half of what you put in. My bookie has several March Madness focused contests, including but not limited to a $100,000 NCAA bracket challenge, which is 10 bucks to enter, and a $10,000 bracket with only a $1 entry fee. My bookie bonus playthrough requirements are often much lower than competitors on both the sportsbook and the casino side. So you're uh, you're missing out if you're not there already. MyBookie.ag. Use the promo code APPROACH and get a 50% deposit bonus. MyBookie.ag. And hopefully you're going to do much better in March Madness than am I. You were warned. You were four warned. <laughs> you were five warnings. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say five or six warnings may still not have been enough.
2: But you're laughing, aren't you? Yes, you are. This is, well, this is one of those situations. A guy like him makes you laugh even though you think you're not supposed to. But, you know, you're in the car by yourself. You're laughing your head off. If you're in the car with the kids, you're laughing a little bit. And then you check with them to make sure that it's...
0: That they at least understood half of what was being said. Uh, but and if and if you're there with some of your uptight friends, you're not laughing at all. Oh man, we do this every week. We're not sure why, but we do this yeah. every week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Entertained?
0: We are. We have a fine young gentleman who is going to uh, wrap this all up for you. But again, we thank my bookie for sponsoring this episode. We thank you for listening to this episode and we encourage you to go to dot and check out some of the other episodes that we have managed to get on and keep on.
2: That is true. and And again, if you're new to us and we know that there are a bunch of you who are new to us in the last couple of weeks, we invite you to take a listen to some of the earlier podcasts. Some of the great guests that we had would, would love to, Um, be heard by another new audience and we'll be back again to do this next week
0: we will and in the interim just keep in mind that the same people who invented golf and called it a game invented bagpipes and called it music
2: and remember too life is a gift go open
4: it you've been listening to the approach shot with the weekend golf guys if you like this week's episode be sure to subscribe to the podcast on apple podcast spotify or wherever you download your podcasts and find us on the web at ApproachShot.net.